bitches. Yeah. Prince with uh, Man in Uniform. Man in Uniform. And you are listening to Talking About Practice, the podcast. And today we're doing something different. We've got special guests all the way from Louisville, Kentucky, but they're not all the way from Louisville, Kentucky because they're not here. They're in Louisville, Kentucky. Please welcome Jacob Odding. Hi. And Shannon Burns. Hi. <laughs> and today on Talking About Practice, we're going to be talking about clothes. What do you guys think about that? 
everybody's got to wear it. It's true. Well, I don't know about that. I think I think they're a little overrated sometimes, especially in this house, which is like seventy-eight degrees right now. You might be more uh, comfortable without them. That's that's hot for for Billy. He's not a real New Orleanian. Okay, well, that's something we'll talk about another time. <laughs> um. So clothes, we're like, all we're all wearing them right now. Yeah, Billy, do you not wear clothes sometimes when you're really hot at home? Alone? Um, I I will wear less clothing sometimes when I'm really hot at home. I uh, especially if my roommate's gone. Which she is right now. So Mario's forced me to get dressed, essentially. <laughs> I um, have this problem where when I'm at home, we have a house where if anybody comes to the door, they can see our entire house. I mean, the whole living room is all right there for them if they press their face up against the glass. It's a glass door. And I'll usually be hanging out in my boxers and my shirt, and Shannon makes fun of me because I scramble to put on my shorts every time somebody comes to visit as if my shorts are any more of a cover-up than my boxers, and so we were talking about this. Because, describe what your shorts are. My shorts are a pair of, I guess, tennis shorts. Um, I don't know what material they are. They're like, they're like women's running shorts. They're very short. They're about an inch longer than Jacob's boxers. Are those, are those those blue shorts that you play basketball in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until right. recently, they were the only shorts that I really ever wore. Um, and yeah, they're not much bigger, but I never thought of them as being like short. I didn't think it was funny or anything. I just thought they were my shorts. <laughs> But I bought them at a thrift store when I think my mom was there and I think Shannon was there. And my mom saw them in my hand and pretty much demanded that she should have them. (laughs) Still reminds me that, I mean, I got them in the women's department of this thrift store, but she still reminds me that she wishes that they were hers. But I know that she would have worn them maybe once a month. And I wear them every day. Right. What I mean, what is, is there, I wouldn't know, if there is a difference between ladies' shorts and men's shorts. Like, I know, like, the shirts, they button them the opposite way. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I knew that. Yeah. The difference is just that they're short. They're shorter. They're a lot shorter than men's shorts. They're for a woman. Are they cut differently in any way? I don't think so. I mean, to me, they seem like the perfect fit for me. They look amazing on you. Oh, you're wearing them right now? Yeah. He's always wearing them. I know that the people listening can't tell, but can you stand up and show us? See, that... They, they just All right, like you know, okay, because I was, I was expecting from your description something much, much shorter. Yeah, see? These are normal. <laughs> and I really like them. I wasn't trying to. They're just short. They're shorter than most shorts that men wear um, when they're not playing sports. 
Yeah, a lot of guys like to wear their shorts past the knees and to the knees. To the knees or past the knees. I've seen some past the knees. Yeah. Um, and I often will notice what other guys are wearing, but then I always think what I'm wearing is normal. And it's not like I'm thinking that what other guys are wearing is not normal. But it's like I don't make the connection that what I'm wearing is pretty different from a lot of guys. And it's like we're all normal. I mean, I think I think of my style as regular guy style, which is possibly the most boring style there is. But... Um, <laughs> Like, Why I don't do you know. think it's boring? Well, I mean, look what I'm wearing right now. It's a t-shirt. Uh, it's just a t-shirt and then black jeans. Yeah. And they're, you can see the, they're just kind of, I don't know, conservative and they're, they, I mean, they taper a little. But it's like, all right, normal, like regular. What? Do you wish that you dressed less boring? Not really, but for me, it's it's not like I've chosen to dress this way. So I, I don't wish I dressed differently, but it's not like, wow, I had a lot of choices of different ways to look today, and I chose to look like this. It's more like, for the last 20 years, I've been dressed by other people. But every day you have a choice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And most of what I have looks exactly like what I'm wearing now. It's like a t-shirt and, and jeans, for the most part. Yeah, that's what men wear. And that's what men wear. So it's it's like... Um, I, I think we're, I think we're just sort of given a pass for being boring. Have you ever worn a tank top? I, I, I've worn all sorts of ridiculous things, but yeah, I've definitely worn a tank top. Billy, I'm crowding you out of the picture. That's fine. Um, you guys are talking about like this every guy clothing is boring. Well, hey, I, think I, I don't, I'm not the one that. who said that. Oh, sorry, Mario said that. But I don't think, I think I dress kind of like a regular guy, but I don't think it's boring. I, uh, I think there's a, a certain, I don't know if boring is the right word for it, but I, I get what he's saying. It's, it's, it doesn't stand out necessarily. Uh, I, I guess some of what's on some of his t-shirts might stand out, uh, you know, against certain other, you know, kinds of people's t-shirts, and certainly it's more casual than what certain groups of men wear, but I, you know, so, so I, I can see, I can see that aspect of it, but I also, I mean. Nobody, nobody comments on my clothing. People at my work make fun of what I wear, but that's only because I wear the same work shirts over and over again. Oh, the other day, I was walking around with a t-shirt that had a picture of a Betamax tape on it with the word Betamax printed above the image, 
And a lot of people commented on that. But that's the only time it's ever happened. What about that t-shirt you have that says, like, did somebody say dogs? Um, Don't you have that t-shirt? Well, yeah, yeah, but there's a difference between people commenting on it, like, look at that cool, cool guy with the dog shirt, and, like, <laughs> I, th I like, it's possible that somebody has pushed like on Facebook on one of my t-shirts, but that's about... <laughs> That's about as strong as the, as the reaction gets. But I think that also it's the way you dress is very familiar to, I mean, it's like very you. Like I, it doesn't take me very long. If I saw just your clothing walking down the street, like if you disappeared, I might think it was you. <laughs> like I know that you think it's like a lot of other people. And that's probably not quite right, because I wouldn't know to think like, oh, that's definitely Mario. But don't you think he has a certain style, even if it's really simple? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I've never really thought very much about Mario's clothes. Okay. But... <laughs> that's but, what I said. <laughs> Isn't that exactly what I said? But... With regular guys, you're you're forgetting about guys who wear um, like cargo pants and polo shirts and flip flops and baseball caps. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that's a whole different kind of regular guy. Yeah, uniform that is really different from what you wear. Listen though, <laughs> everyone, a couple years ago, more than a couple years ago, uh, Shannon and I and a couple other people made a film, a short, well not that, a 45 minute film. And in the film, I wore nothing but cargo pants the whole time. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, like I threw those pants away, but like, I've, I've been there, I like, like. Well, are the black shorts that I wear all the time, are those cargo shorts? Those are definitely cargo shorts, but they're, they're like, Billy has these black shorts that are billowy and have, I, I don't think no, they were, like, I don't like, think they're uh, gone. You know who, curtains. <laughs> you know who Rob Liefeld is? No. He's this um, comics artist, this superhero comics artist who's famous for like having a shaky handle of anatomy and just like people say he can't draw and they make fun of his like he draws men with huge chests that are way out of proportion to their necks and he drew, like he avoids drawing feet because they always look kind of like weird <laughs> little um like weird little sharp shapes at the bottom of somebody's <laughs> leg and he, he and he's famous most of all for drawing pockets all over a superhero's uniform pockets around the belt pockets on the leg pockets on the arm pockets on the chest <laughs> and it's like all right billy's sh shorts are like the rob liefeld shorts I just want to say about them being billowy, I don't think they were intended as billowy. They're just like three sizes too big for me. But 
I mean, maybe they were intended as Billy. Uh, have you, like, toned it way down since the last time I saw you? Because when I met you in 2007, you were, you had, like... It was a wild style. Well, yeah, I remember the next day, because we met you one night, and then a couple days later we were trying to decide what to do, whether to, like, move on to something else or to meet up with you again. And one thing that I remember Kristen, I think Kristen said, like, I want to see what Billy's wearing today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that, well, so I wear very different things when I, like, go to work, obviously, than what I do whenever I go out to meet random friends who are visiting in town. And uh, so it's not really, like, dressed up whenever I went to go meet y'all. It's just what I would have normally preferred to wear. Do you uh, think, I, I mean, I know this was something like seven years ago, but mm -hmm. do you remember um, getting ready to go out and thinking, I got to impress these guys? Not with my clothing, no. Like, that wouldn't, I, I'm just going to throw on whatever I, I, I like to, you know, like to wear whenever I go out. But, uh, what goes through your head when you decide to wear, like, a crazy tie-dye shirt? Uh, well, I don't really have, I don't know if there anything's tie-dyed, but, uh... That was my memory. That may be my faulty memory. That okay. was my memory of what I, I, you You know what it, what it actually was? What? It was a Hawaiian shirt. That's definitely what it was. I love Hawaiian okay. shirts. Yeah, that so, makes sense. So, okay, same question, but about the Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> That's fair. Uh... There's a, several factors. The first thing is is how comfortable it's going to be, and those things are fantastic in New Orleans heat. Um, the other thing is I I don't know why I just like bright clothing, uh, and I, I so so like if I'm looking through my stuff, I'll pull something out that's really bright or colorful, and uh, I I've never really thought of it beyond that. Uh, it was definitely bright, and it was uh, accessorized with a uh, headscarf. Yeah. Well, that that is uh, just to keep the hair off my neck, because if it drapes down over my neck, then which it gets was, that, much, that much hotter. Which was also brightly colored. So I wouldn't call the whole ensemble clownish. I've definitely dressed as a clown on many an occasion. No, I said I would not call Right, no, I'm just saying, but I have. <laughs> but it was, like, you know, approach, like, approaching the <laughs> asymptote of the clown. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. People say that a lot about me, because I like to wear a lot of bright colors and lots of different colors at the same time in my socks and my pants and my shirts. But, um, and I agree that I like those bright colors and I know that I'm choosing them. Um, but I'm a little bit surprised sometimes that people know, or people know to remark on my clothing or, or to tell me that I dress, that I have such a style, because I also think of myself as dressing in order to almost, um, to like not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To like, to shrink back into the shadows. 
that's not true. Well, what I mean is that I, I guess it's one reason I dress the way I do is because I want people, when they see me, to think they want to be friends with me. And you want people, one thing that you said once, which I thought made sense, was that you want people to feel comfortable approaching you. Yeah, because I want people to know that I'm nice. <laughs> and I know that some people dress in order to do the exact opposite, which is interesting. Some people dress in order to intimidate other people. And I think maybe businessmen do that. And um, rappers. Gangbangers. And that's, I remember being in Chicago, living in some dangerous neighborhoods and seeing people dressed a certain way and going the other way. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Uh, I but feel I like, I like, I feel like my... If Billy, if Billy dresses that way also, maybe as a... To, to make people think I'm approachable, it doesn't really cross my mind. Um, okay. I'm a, I'm a little but it too... certainly it certainly had that effect uh, that first time that we met you. All right. Which is we're we're, we're talking about 2007 still. Right. Um... Because when you meet people off of the internet, mm -hmm. um, sometimes by that point I'd I'd met so many people off the internet that I'd chilled out about it, but the pe people are tend to be wary when they meet somebody for the first time. They're kind of measuring them up and they're, you know, not so, yeah, not suspicious, but at least, at the very least, figuring out what is, 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 is there a deficit between their internet image and their, and their <laughs> RL image? <laughs> and what you had on was sort of the perfect outfit for just, chucking that all out the window like all right well yeah we're yeah we're not going to <laughs> keep going mario don't pay any heed to the absurdities they're up to <laughs> i'm going to describe what's going on in the video monitor right now i've um i've placed a rainbow a cloud and a lightning bolt across jacob's face to anonymize him from the listening masses and <laughs> He keeps throwing that icon into Shannon's face. Um, if you've ever been on video chat, it's really fun. And I mean, it's a lot more fun than it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go, go on with what you were saying. Uh, I was saying that uh, there, there, I agree with Jacob that there are certain modes of dress that um, Chuck judgment out the window or fear or um, whatever else are the things that um, that block people off from one another that's that's interesting um, I just want to say that uh, I have no idea what you guys were wearing whenever I first met you cargo I'm, pants absolutely no clue but I uh, what, I was wearing. what was that well, I also remember a comment that you made about what we were all wearing, particularly me, because I was wearing leggings. Okay. And you said you couldn't believe that I would be wearing leggings in that heat. Uh, I'm very concerned with the heat down here. <laughs> I was fine. <laughs> all right. But, okay, Billy, another thing that I've noticed about your fashion is mm -hmm. that 
Uh, although you do always wear shorts, even, mm -hmm. even to work. It's somewhat compensated by socks that are really long, sometimes all the way up to where the shorts are. So it's like, all right, you're <laughs> wearing shorts, but still your whole leg is covered. That is definitely true. Like, if it's colder, then I'm wearing extremely long socks. But uh, I'm just, I don't find long pants to be comfortable. They, they feel awkward. I don't know. I, I, I can't can't really exp describe it very well. Um, but especially when I'm biking, I don't like long pants, whereas socks aren't going to get caught in my gears. All right, well, let me ask you this, because the internet has made me hyper-conscious of fashion in a way that uh, I never would have been even just five years ago. It's places like Tumblr and... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't look at the stuff. Um, you know, I I don't I don't keep up with the stuff, but I've seen enough of it that, that I'm all, whoa, this is intense, and it's become um, popular, like popularized, or I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's like there are a lot of there are a lot of especially ladies who are deep into it. Like, this is their form of either nerdiness or art or, um, I don't know what. Those are the two options, nerdiness or art. Um, I mean, I think a lot, of, I mean, nowadays especially, nerdiness and art can go pretty much hand in hand, especially on Tumblr. Yeah, unfortunately. The, uh... I I I mean I guess it would depend case by case, but uh, the I mean I guess that's the, that that's part of it is what is their like the what fashions are they interested in and which ones of those are art and which ones of those are just nerdiness. Well, it's all nerdy. I like I like I'm referring to nerdiness as a as a obsessiveness as, as not the not a form of content but an attitude. Right. Um with which you approach your hobby or your, I don't right. know, like, hobby isn't even a good word for what these ladies do. Or Passion. And men, whatever. It's just, is he using it the same way you use it? It's like a bad approach. Well, I mean, to oh. me it is. To me it is a is generally a, a bad approach, but I know, like, my definition is different from from Billy's, like, would you say you're pro-nerd in some ways? Uh, I, I basically tend to, I just don't care what it means, so I'll go with whatever whoever I'm talking to says it means, so, but I understand what you're, like, the no, way No, but, like, in it, the pop cultural sense, like, do you celebrate nerdiness? Uh, to some degree. I mean, there's a line. But, but yeah. I think of, just so we're all on the same page, when you say that, except because Shannon has told me that what she thinks it means, I only ever think when I hear nerdiness of, like, what it, that meant in high school, which is such a narrow <laughs> definition. Just, like, the nerds. It's the nerds who oh. are too interested in school. So, And then Shannon's definition has been that it's people who are, like, 
I'm so nerdy. And then it's like they're celebrating something um, they actually think is cool. So it's, but they're also saying they're nerdy. So it's kind of disingenuous. Like they're not willing to just fully admit that this is something they love. There has to be like. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Mm -hmm. That's sort of second order nerdiness where like there is some first order shame about it. So, and then there's a second order excuse making or uh, justifying through distance and self-awareness. To me, it's like people who are like, um, you know, I just stayed up all night, Friday night, just reading my, this book about Marxism. I'm such a nerd. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Terrible. It's just just like very proud of what they've done, but I'm self, I I don't know. It's just another kind of pretense. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. But I think the definition that I, that, that I use takes it a bit further than that. And I, and I think Shannon probably yours does too, but but my definition get, goes further than what you said just now in that um, these are people I think that are caught up in explaining um, and dissecting. So explaining and dissecting is their, um, you know, their reason for being or their reason for that's their mode of expression, dissecting, explaining, and um, it just for me. Uh, Mario just made such a face. Was it a face of disgust? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I that whole a- approach to art or scholarship um, to me deadens deadens the activity. I hate it, but you know yeah. I understand the appeal and the and and the like the tribe that forms around these pursuits. What what is your preferred approach? Uh, something more open and accessible to people who aren't nerds. Could I, I guess I I guess can you give like some sort of example of that? Like, let's take my. Um, number one nerdy frame of reference, which is comics. Mm -hmm. There are people who read superhero comics and get all into, uh, you know, describing the history of the story of a character and whether this or that is, like, in or out of the continuity or, like, they... They're very concerned with what were the costume changes that Spider-Man has undergone through the years, for example. Or, you know, that's just that's just a dumb example. There's a lot of different ways of being nerdy, but that's that's one of the ones that everybody understands. It's like this is something that people outside of your your narrow uh, window of interest don't even they they don't. They can't comprehend you. They can't. They. they and and um, the tendency for a nerd is to ignore that, which is cool in a way. It's cool to be so into what you're into that you forget that other people are around. 
but um, to me, it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. It's disgusting. <laughs> no, I agree. It's really, it's really disconcerting. It's, it's never uh, fun to be around somebody like that. It's exclusive. It keeps it. It, it doesn't. Uh, it's insular. Don't get me wrong. I like tribes. I like, you know, when you're really into a sports team and you can pull out all the stuff. Here, here's a good reference that that seems to be it's about jocks, but it's really about nerds. Hmm. Um, you're people who are really into baseball, which is the most stats-heavy kind of sport that you can think of, and they can quote. You know, people's batting averages from the 1960s or whatever. I don't know. I'm, like, pulling dumb examples out of my ass because I don't know anything about baseball. But um, it's that kind of focus that can produce both, like, cool, interesting things, but also seems anti-productive in a way in a... Um, in communicating what is important about your interest, what is important about your sport, what is human about this thing that you're into. So they're missing the forest for the trees almost. Yeah, I suppose. But the great thing is that the 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 experience of um, the first order experience of, of, of watching a sporting event or reading comics or reading Twilight or whatever is your nerdy pursuit of choice. When you're in the thick of it and you're really in it, 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 it ought to disintegrate your nerdy explanations and your thoughts and your your tribal affiliations but sometimes it is fun to read a book that you know lots of other people are reading like, yeah no um, it's a... and so sometimes it's nice to keep some of that in mind I guess or yeah. like listen to a new album that has been written about a lot all of a sudden and that you know a lot of people are probably listening to. I think that's fun. I agree. It's fun and like if it if it weren't fun then it wouldn't get addictive. It's when it's yeah. when it's a it's when it's addictive to me like that's yeah, I don't know. I guess everybody would draw the the line between fun and disgust <laughs> <laughs> differently. It's uh, it, it has to do with their their not just obsessiveness over it, but their possessiveness over it as well, perhaps. That makes sense to me. I mean, if they if they treat it like it, only they can truly understand it because they know every iteration of Spider-Man's outfit over the last 60 years then it that that's it and that that is sort of a superiority to it yeah i mean sure it it 
it could lead to snobbishness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's but just, it's it's distinct from cool people snobbishness, <laughs> and I, I I don't know. What were you about to say, Jacob? Oh, I was gonna say it's kind of an adolescent thing. I think I know that I was really proud of the kind of music I listened to when I was in high school, and I thought I was really superior, you know, that my tastes were superior. And I recognize that in other young people that I've met since then. And I kind of think that maybe it's like an okay thing for high school kids to think for a little while. Like, it's good to go through that phase and feel like, you know, like, oh, I go to this crappy high school, but like, I know that the world is bigger, a bigger and better place because I know about these bands and you can kind of, at least, as long as you're not mean about it to other kids, it's kind of nice to think, like, yeah, like, I know about this stuff, and that's that's great. And yeah, I'm no, shit. I, I actually, the way you describe that, I, I love that approach to your interest or your art. But I, And I would celebrate that. But I would celebrate probably even harder the disintegration of that attitude as you get older. And, yeah, and you become more compassionate to, I don't know, people who aren't you. Yeah, no, that's definitely a, an important thing to to get to grow out of, I think. But to bring it back to clothing, I think that also a lot of young people dress a certain way in order for that same reason to feel like they're maybe onto something, um, and I think that's healthy too. Maybe. They 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 dress to show that they they belong to a certain tribe, so to speak, that they think yeah. others wouldn't wouldn't get, and that sort of sets them apart. Yeah. I feel you. I feel that too, and um, my attitude is probably the same for that as for any other sort of nerdiness like what happens when you get older these things that are these ways that you act when you're uh, a teenager that are charming don't stay charming so but when you were talking about nerdiness and uh, the tumblr and like fashion on tumblr I think I kind of lost the thread I like, do you, I guess, how, when you get older and you are, no, it's no longer charming to be superior and to dress a certain way in order to fit into a certain tribe, how do you proceed but also dress in a way that you think is cool? Like, I today am 30. And are you serious? Wait, is your Wait, birthday? It, it's your birthday? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm 30, I'm 30 since May 4th. Oh, okay. I'm over 30, but I still dress every morning in a way that I think is really cool. And it's like for myself, but it's also because I want other people to like me. Or, you know, it's like, it's as much a part of me as my face is like my clothing and it's a, you know <laughs> well I, I 
you know, it matches your face. It matches your whole affect. So, as far as I'm concerned, your face is a trio of weather phenomenon. So this is particularly <laughs> surreal. But go on. Your face is a rainbow. <laughs> and that's but how you dress. The way Jacob dresses makes people, partly the way you dress, is that makes people think that you're a teenager. Yeah, I guess I look young and I shave all the time. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't let much stubble grow except for a little time when I grew a little bit of a beard, or it wasn't quite a beard. <laughs> so. <laughs> I always look really young already, and then I wear clothes that are similar to the clothes that I wore in elementary school, because I think that's a great look. I think that's the cool look that I've decided is for me. But because of this, when I was teaching college freshmen for the last two years in Massachusetts, they thought I was 18. One year, <laughs> literally, they thought I was 18, and I didn't... Correct them. I didn't correct them until we went to the semester, not really knowing if I was just 18 and some phenom. Well, so you but just, you, you, you let them um, discover it for themselves, am I right? You, 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 you didn't explain it, you weren't an explainer, therefore not a nerd. <laughs> You're not pedantic. Um... And then last time we went to Ohio, we went to a coffee shop, and the man who I think owned the place said, are you getting dropped off to school or picked up from school? <laughs> and Shannon was behind me, I, and I don't know if he thought Shannon was my mom. It would be the first time someone thought I was Jacob's mom. <laughs> Truth. Also, sorry, I just need to get all of these stories out there and then we can dissect. When I, when, I worked, when I worked at a coffee shop, a bunch of high school students would come in and I, in the morning before swim practice, and one of the girls said, you're legit cute. <laughs> a high school girl? To me, yeah. yeah. Still got it. <laughs> wow. Alright. How often do you get carded? Well, I don't really go to bars very often. All right. So, I mean, mostly I just have it out and I show it to them eagerly because well, it's such an also, event. Jacob's never had a sip of alcohol in his life. Okay. So, no, uh, it doesn't come up very often. Billy, have you had a sip of alcohol in your life? Yes, I've had alcohol. I've never, I'm not, I don't drink, but I, there have been times when I've had alcohol. Did uh, you get drunk? No, I've never been drunk. And the first time I had alcohol, I was in second grade, and my parents made all of my siblings and I taste wine so that we wouldn't spit it out at First Communion. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah. Did it work? I, did, I, I didn't spit out the wine at First Communion, so I guess it worked for me. It I didn't taste bad to me. I love wine. I, I haven't had wine in 15 years, so I couldn't say. And I'm sure I've never actually had good wine. Billy, you have 
spoken a lot about comfort in what you wear. Mm -hmm. Are is there any sense in which you are anti-fashion in a way? I mean, I see the appeal. Like I understand why other people are into it, and I understand how like certain nice clothing can make you look good or whatever, or look good to other people. But so I wouldn't say I'm anti-fashion. I just it's not a it's not something I'm passionate or about or interested in. And when you when you see people, other people who dress in an interesting way, does it not have that same effect on you that they in that they intended to have because of your attitude or uh i don't often pay attention but so, so if i'm noticing what they're wearing they're probably wearing something either very very striking or it's going to be something like they're wearing a t-shirt with a band i like on it or something but other than that like i it normally doesn't really stand out to me so you don't notice like Oh, that, um, that, you know, shirt fits that torso, per you know, like... Uh, only, only if it's accentuating a particularly, particularly nice body, I suppose. I don't really, I don't really care. Wait, uh, let's, let's talk also to Shannon, who does care. Alright. I mean, I just thought we should give the opposite, because I know Shannon likes to look a lot at fashion blogs and she thinks a lot about the way she dresses and she looks amazing. Um, Agreed. So what, like, but also like I'm somebody who is kind of, like I'm not like Billy in the mm -hmm. sense that I do care a lot about the way that I dress and I do, I think, notice the way other people dress and compliment them or well, think to myself, I like that. Right. But I'm also not like Shannon in the sense that I don't ever look at clothing online. I hardly ever shop. I bought clothes like pants for the first time in like 12 years last week. And before that, wore only these scrubs that I got that Shannon bought. Ooh, tell them what you uh, tell them what but, you wore before that. Well, I wore overalls before that. For how long? I love overalls. From 2001 or so until 2010, 2011. No, to 2009. Yeah. Now, I know the story behind this. Is it too personal to share on the radio? Of how he stopped wearing it? Yes. <laughs> well, I just. I met Shannon for the first time in an airport where she was picking me up after we had been pen pals, and what I was wearing was my overalls, and she didn't tell me at first, but eventually she told me she didn't like well, wait, them, wait, 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 because wait. they were somehow both too large and too small. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, I didn't bring it up, and I would never have brought it up. What happened was that Jacob asked me. Like, do you like my overalls? And then I, because he asked me straight up if I liked them, <laughs> then I said, well, they're, they're quite short, and also they're way too big for you. 
Ah. Wait, so are they, they were they overall shorts? Or Oh <laughs> Jesus Christ. They were too short. They came up a little off the you know, above my ankles maybe okay. they were short, but then they were also baggy. So <laughs> kind of like those raver pants that people used to wear in high school. What did no, you do with your yeah. old overalls? This would be like a cartoon of my overalls, like a caricature of my overalls. Was this but what raver. I wanted I wanted to just wear overalls that fit him. <laughs> but he won't. Well, I bought a pair and I just didn't I didn't like them for some reason. I don't really know why. I just haven't found a pair that I like since then. And I kind of feel like I grew out of that. I feel like that was an affectation. Like I did think it was cool and maybe I still do, but I also feel kind of dishonest continuing that way or or it's not worth it for me to like feel that people are constantly sort of looking at me and thinking like, oh, there's a grown man in overalls every Fair day. Here's the, here's the man who wears overalls every day. It could be worse though. Like there's the grown man in overall shorts. <laughs> well, here's my question. Did you wear a shirt with them? Yes. All right. Well, all right. You just disappointed me, but all right. I wore uh, I wore overalls once uh, in the 1990s when the new kids on the block were all about that. Yes. But it was a couple years too late. <laughs> so the new kids had already, you know, progressed to whatever they wore after that. And uh, I was hanging out with my friends in the Philippines and we were supposed to go to a rave or whatever they not a rave, but whatever you call it, where, where you, uh, you know, uh, a dance party. And they, they made me wear overalls. <laughs> they're pin, they're, they're pinstripe overalls. That and I, sounds and, amazing. I've, and I've never felt more false metal in my whole life. <laughs> I would notice if someone were wearing pinstripe overalls. That would catch my attention, and I would love them. Just because anybody bold enough to go out in public like that, I have an affection for. It felt, I mean, like, in a way, it's a superpower because even if people aren't noticing you, you, like, feel <laughs> the whole time as if they are. <laughs> wow. Uh... <laughs> I don't want to be noticed too much. I want to be noticed just enough. I think that's what I go for. Is I look good for myself, and then I hope people who are attuned to that kind of thing notice. But then I also don't want people who I know I, who I don't like, like frat boys, I mean certain frat boys, and certain just like really masculine guys who are sort of uh, not comfortable with their masculinity. Gotcha. You know, I don't like to notice that they are looking at me and thinking, like, look at this pussy, which I feel I have felt that before, and I didn't like it. So I would rather be just out of earshot, eyeshot <laughs> of that kind of derision from certain people who I don't like. Other people who I do like, I don't have to worry at all because they like me for me. 
I, I only like you for your clothing, Jacob. I'm sorry. Well, I like you for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go back to something you said earlier, though, Jacob. You, um... But first, let me compliment you on both your outfit and your attitude as a grown man. Thank <laughs> you. I love, I don't know, like, I'm a big, as an old man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the middle path of moderation. And it sounds like you've found a balance between being noticed and not being noticed that, uh, like, appeals to my you know, my thing about moderation. Yeah. But there is something that you said earlier that I want you to go into a little bit more, that you okay. disappear into the shadows. How is it that a man who's wearing a rainbow-colored whatever blends in, like, that's the opposite of a shadow? Yeah. No, I know that sounds silly and probably like a joke, but it's kind of like, um, it's like, an attitude of like servitude or like it's like I want to present myself as so nice to people who see me that it's almost like I'm bowing to them as I come so, towards so you, them. You're and you're presenting so, yourself as humble, perhaps? I guess humble, but it's not like I'm worried about coming across as humble. It's more that I want people to notice that I am like, totally sort of, you know, what, you need to help me. I, I feel like I've talked to you about this. Um, <laughs> um, I can't go into that because it's too complicated. Okay. Um, so, yeah, just, like, wanting people to think of me as not a threat at all. Not that... I mean, I probably wouldn't come across as a threat, because although I'm 6'4", I'm really skinny and just tall and lanky, and I don't, you know, I slouch. Well, I look like a child, Shannon says, and you've heard <laughs> the stories. Um, so it's all just about kind of like maybe wanting to make a faint impression, but then also not wanting people to think like, man, that guy's really radical. He's really out there. He's really pushing the boundaries of like what a grown man can wear. Like I, I want people to not, I don't know, I don't wear unassuming, Shannon says, and I think that's a good word. When you're, um, when you're six, you're four. Right that wearing a rainbow shirt can't be unassuming. When you're six four, I think you're. Um, well, when you're a when you're a beefy six four, you're probably just as threatening in a rainbow thing as you are in I don't know, like X Men leather. You know what I'm talking about? I made a I made a nerdy reference, <laughs> but I'm not. He's totally to... bragging about it. <laughs> I'm joking. He's not. I'm not ashamed of it. But I am ashamed of it a little bit. I realized a couple of years ago that my dad does not think of me as unassuming because I was explaining to him 
that I knew that I couldn't wear scrubs forever once I got a job that was not um, at a coffee shop or record store. I was thinking maybe already about being a teacher and knowing that I should wear real pants. And I was kind of like talking for a long time about what kind of pants could I have? You know, like I have these scrubs are so comfortable and they have, they have an elastic waistband and like, what could I do? And my dad got really like frustrated and said, you could wear some jeans. <laughs> my dad is really like the gentlest person I've ever known. And he doesn't ever say things like that. But it became clear to me that my dad wishes that I would just dress more normal as far as <laughs> things is normal. He just wants a son who dresses unassuming. How no. long ago was that? That was... Years. <laughs> it wasn't years. It was maybe two years ago. Two years. Two years. Did that in any way lead to your current unassuming style? Well, I was, I still thought of myself as unassuming two years ago, but now I think that I've gotten more and more uh, worried about what like certain people will think, certain conservative people will think about the way that I dress. I don't want to, to come across as weird. That's the thing is I don't want to be weird. I don't think what I'm doing is weird. And not that I, I mean, when I think about other people who are weird, I like them often. It's like just Ty Melgren? Are you talking about Ty Melgren right now? <laughs> <laughs> who is Ty Melgren? I'm talking about Ty Melgren's new normal America. <laughs> <laughs> Ty Melgren is a friend of ours who is not uh, who is who is who's who's never being called an asshole. All right. <laughs> um, I have a question. I have a close related question for you, Mario. Um, do you remember what Rome was wearing at our wedding? <laughs> oh. Oh, because man. We, we didn't notice because we were uh, getting married but looking back at pictures just recently we saw this picture of Rome right after the ceremony and he's wearing like capri pants <laughs> they're like khaki capri <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> with, like with socks and like bowling shoes <laughs> and then, like a polo shirt. <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess I wasn't I wasn't in the moment in that way because I don't remember that at all. What was was it supposed to be a formal affair? No, I mean we didn't know. Of course not. We didn't care what people were wearing, right. but. <laughs>
which is actually more likely feasible <laughs> since we got married in Jake's current house. I call Rome style ratty thoughtful. <laughs> I like it. I've got a question. All three of you are in glasses. How much thought went into picking what pairs of glasses you guys wear? A lot for me. I really like my glasses, and I care a lot about them because I wear them every day. Uh, also a lot for me. Shannon helped me pick mine out. Before, when I met Shannon, I wore glasses that my mom picked out for me that were unfashionable. In seventh grade, and they were taped together, and he was still <laughs> wearing them when he was 25. That's Wait, incredible. That's Yeah, that's pretty impressive. But uh, they were I... not cool. Like, that's what you have to understand. Your takeaway is that it was not cool that I was still wearing them. And they were, they didn't look good on me. Like, I didn't look good. I was not as handsome as I could have been. <laughs> Which would you say was more of an affectation? The overalls or the taped-up glasses? Well, they weren't taped up on the nose. It wasn't an affectation in that way. Nobody could even tell because it was clear. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. If you were getting up close to me to, like, do something to me, as Shannon was, <laughs> and you could tell, but, yeah, it wasn't an affectation the way the overalls were. Gotcha. I put a little bit of thought into mine, but then the thought kind of went out the window as soon as I saw that these glasses say the on the side without an E. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> can you see Whoa. that? Wow. Ow. Can you see it? I, I Why can't does it see it. That? Tommy Hilfiger. Wow. You should just get all of your clothes from Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, if somebody, if somebody bought them for me, I guess I would have to. Because that's what's been happening for the last 20 years. you got to take some responsibility for what you wear, though, Mario. Everything you say about your clothes is about how everybody buys clothes for you, and people make you wear overalls to raise. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the last piece of clothing uh, you bought for yourself? Uh, not, not counting band t-shirts? Sure. The, the suit that I wore? For my wedding and for my last job interview, but uh, the the wife um, helped me pick that out too. So I'm I, like I can I can take res I can take partial responsibility for it. But All you right. wouldn't wear anything anybody bought you. You wear those things because you like them. Well, I wear those things because I trusted the taste of the people who bought them for me, who, like, it was all, you know, girlfriends or wives or, like, You, you mean know. you didn't, you assumed that if they picked them out, that they were good clothes, and that was the end of the story? Let's put it this way. I've never not worn anything that... Uh, lady friend gave me as a gift. Yeah, but if your lady friend bought you like a one piece like a cat suit. <laughs> it made you wear it to a race. Would you wear it? 
is is this something like 50 years in the future when, when that's when everyone wears yes <laughs> yes i would because that, that... yes you will i'm gonna push him harder wait so when you let's say when you're getting up in the morning and you're looking at yourself in the mirror first of all how important is that to you in general like you're looking at your face and stuff and your hair and then you put a shirt on, does that also, do you wonder, does this look good with my face? Um, I like, I don't know how much clothes I've got compared to most men. To me, it doesn't seem like a whole lot. So the shirt that I put on, I've put on many, many, many times, many times before. So it's, there's no sort of, like, does this look good with my face? Of course it looks good with my, with my face, because it looked good with my face last time. Yeah, but that, all the time, I'll put on a shirt that I has looked good with my face before, and I'm like, no, not today. And I take it off, and I go get another one. I never even, that would not even cross my mind. <laughs> huh. You know, maybe if I'm going out and I'm think because I, I do think about how am I going to look extra good I will choose the you know the more but it's not does this look good I would choose the more like I've got a I've got a t-shirt also a gift from the wife or ex-wife whatever that uh, that is a picture of John Waters wearing uh, like a letter jacket, but instead of where the letter where the letter ought to be on a letter jacket, there's a picture of a dog. <laughs> All right. And people, you know, people like that shirt. One time I went to a restaurant and the waitress said, I love your Steve Buscemi shirt. <laughs> And so, like, the thought that went into that was just like, hey, I know this shirt gets a reliable reaction, yeah. a positive reaction, and, uh, you know, it's more like maybe what you're talking about, I'll say that in relation to my hair, like, oh, dang, my hair looks really good today, or, like, I, wo I woke up and it was just looking like anime hair, and I'm going to keep it this way because that's how I want to look today. But clothes, not, not, not really. All right. There's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a thing that I never use. Here's, here's one thing that maybe answers your question a little bit more. I never used to, th before... Uh, before maybe a couple girlfriends ago, I never used to think about fit or cut, stuff like that. It was just, does the shirt have a cool picture on it? Or, um, like, do I like the color of those pants? I never thought about fit. And then I realized through the power of the internet and ex-girlfriends that that is what fashion is about. It's like putting something 
on a body that flatters the body. Now that that seems to be so elementary and so basic that at least um, I think most women just grasp that intuitively. But for me, it was like, whoa, I'm 35 and I'm like the fit of clothes. I didn't start wearing clothes that fit me until 2007. So I've never seen you. I was wearing, wait, no, 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 2009. But you were still wearing stuff that you thought was fashionable, so. I really liked it, but I, my clothes didn't fit. But it didn't matter because you still looked great. And he's, like, he was talking about whether or not it flatters the body, and that did happen but to it, flatter the body. Well, but I, I just didn't know what size I was. It was my problem. I just thought, I'm tall, I'm a big woman. I'm like a medium or a large. Yeah. Well, which is it? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm neither of those. <laughs> but I went to Mexico with Kristen, and Kristen was rummaging through my luggage. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "What? Why do? I, why are your clothes medium? You're not, you're not a medium. You're like an extra small." <laughs> oh, dang. So Kristen is the reason that I realized that I that all my clothes were the wrong size. They, did you, like, so before, hmm. I, I guess my question is how, how, what did you think when you put on a, a medium or a large shirt and it was just, ex, like, like, billowy upon you like why why did you did you just think that's how clothes were supposed to fit yeah it didn't occur to me there's something about the way that i felt about myself where it just didn't even it was just beyond my ability to i couldn't conceive of the of the possibility of me wearing um form-fitting clothes because mm. uh, i had been a tomboy and was just very, very, very slowly moving out of that phase. And like the first step of moving out of wearing like XL Shaquille O'Neal t-shirts, which is what I did for many years, was wearing clothes, like normal blouses that women would wear, but still way too large. Right. It just took, it took, there were like several phases you were self-conscious about wearing form-fitting Yeah, partly it was being self-conscious, partly it was just not even imagining that that was something, that there were clothes <laughs> that would fit me. Yeah. <laughs> it was like fitting Would you ever post a picture of yourself wearing the Shaq shirt for Throwback Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really loved that t-shirt and I thought it looked really good. I was just recalling to my brother today this memory of being in elementary school and um, I occasionally from time to time would go to the nurse's office and pretend to be sick so I could go home. Um, and I had done that and I was in the nurse's office having already told the nurse that I was sick and wanted to go home and she had already set the, the wheels in motion, called my parents. And then I suddenly realized that I was wearing this outfit, I was wearing this this Shaquille O'Neal t-shirt that 
said, I think it said like denied or rejected. <laughs> <laughs> and I was wearing uh, wind pants and um, sneakers. And I suddenly was really upset that I had gone to the nurse's office because I was wearing this outfit that I liked so much and I wanted everyone to see me in it. And I just hadn't thought it through and I decided to go to the nurse's office mm. and go home sick. And it was already too late. I couldn't just go back to class and I just wasted this outfit that I loved so much. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't just wear it again next week? <laughs> I was just, I was really eager for people to see me in it. Um, but that was my style for a long time. If I had a little bit more money, I would want to try to have that feeling that you had, like, oh, I, like, this thing that I wore, like, I don't want to, I don't want to waste it. I want to go out and, and people see me in this thing. But I've never, I don't think I've ever thought of uh, clothes as things that, that, as things that money ought to be spent on. Well, you don't have to spend money, though, because I still feel that way about a lot of my clothes, because clothes are important to me. And, um, and Jacob, too. Jacob had the ever buys clothes. And when I do buy clothes, I often just buy them at Goodwill and stuff still. Um, but you can buy such great clothes for cheap. It's another one of those things probably where um, putting limitations on it only expands your, you know, your... Creativity. Yeah, your creativity. Your, it actually, yeah. Like limits. I also... Oh, well, I liked what you were saying. Oh, no, no, I was just like, I was just basically saying limits are totally awesome. Well, one limitation also is to dress almost with the same thing every day, like wearing the same scrubs every day or the same little blue tennis shorts every day and then just changing the shirt. And Shannon told me she liked that I had, like, it was almost like a uniform. And I also liked that, not because it was, like, it sped up my morning. I've heard people say, like, I just want to have this one outfit that I wear and just make little just accessorize so that it's really easy for me in the morning. I never cared about that, but I did care about people recognizing that I wore only a few items of clothing because I thought that was Yeah, cool. no, Not I got... It was, like, economical because it was like, oh, there's Jacob, and, like, he's wearing his clothes. I got yeah, it. It's really nice with, when people you love only have a certain number of clothes and you're familiar with all of them because um, you really feel like you have relationships with all their clothes. Because, like, if something happened to this red T-shirt Jacob is wearing, that would be a really big deal to me because this is his favorite T-shirt and it's such a part of my life. I feel and that. I really like that. Can I ask you something, Jacob? Uh-huh. We're going to have to go off the air in a minute, but did you 
choose your outfit for the podcast? <laughs> no, I didn't, because right before we started this podcast, I, for the last hour, could not find my social security card, <laughs> which I desperately need tomorrow morning. So I was, like, yelling at Shannon 10 minutes before we saw you. You have to call Mario. I can't do it. I can't talk to Mario <laughs> while I don't know where my social security card is. And then Shannon was like, you're such a baby. <laughs> such a baby. This isn't about clothes. <laughs> and I was being a baby. I recognize that now. But there was no way to recognize it while I was being a baby. And, like, while that was happening, I was right. But as soon as I found my social security card, I was wrong. You know? <laughs> so I'm here. I made it. I found my social security card. And tomorrow I can renew my driver's license and pay my speeding ticket. 86 <laughs> in a 70. I'm glad you did because it like if, uh, if you needed that to bring your A game, I say do everything that you got to do. Wear whatever you have to wear. It's not the clothes that make the man, it's the social security card. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I had one more question, but I lost it. I, I Do want, you have a question? No, I just want to say that I love a man in uniform. I love a man in uniform. Oh, I thought of it. Uniform. And maybe this affects uh, a lot of people's approaches to clothes. I, I knew a lady, I worked with a lady at Borders Bookshop who wore overalls every day. And she was very striking looking and everybody loved her outfit. And it was every, like, she cha you know, she changed the accessories and the, you know, and she, might have even had more than one pair of overalls, but I I I remember her as just wearing this the same kind of and and I it made me think of Charlie Brown or um, any other kind of iconic comic strip character. And there's something about seeing that kind of consistency day in and day out that does make you approachable or that does make you more lovable or something. And I don't know, I, I, I couldn't explain that or even if I could, I wouldn't want to explain that. But it's so cool to me that, um, that a regular human being can be, become like a comics character just by mm -hmm. this one choice. Well, it's fun to be known for something and like I know that I felt during those overall years and even the years after where I wore only the scrubs or only these shorts, I know that I felt proud to be known for that thing. And I'm just happy that it seems like most of the people around me were also proud. Like they also <laughs> liked it. They didn't think like, oh, that jerk out is getting away with wearing the same thing. Like he's <laughs> himself. Like they liked it too. So that's good. That it, guy it is like definitely not an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> my, the only piece of clothing I was ever known, well, I'm, I that I am aware of, the only piece of clothing I was ever known for probably marked me as an asshole. Uh, my freshman year of college, I took a white t-shirt, and on the front of it, I wrote, I fuck my mom, and on the back, I wrote, in the ass. 
And uh, for years after that, people would identify me by the fact that I had worn that T-shirt. That's like that's like an anti-uniform. If you wore it, <laughs> if you wore it only once. Well, but I then... didn't wear it only once. I wore it several times throughout like a semester, but enough <laughs> that people knew. <laughs> but that that's that's my clothing story for you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny though if 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 uh, if you wore it just once and then but like in people's when they dream about you that's what they <laughs> it it made an impression certainly I remember the first time I wore it I was walking to somewhere with some friends and this woman on like walking past me just goes that shirt is insane you sick fuck <laughs> so. Um, People probably go. just assume that your mom bought your clothes for you. <laughs> uh, she she kind of hated that shirt. She she was not fond of that shirt. <laughs> I love I do I do love a man I in uniform. Oh, me too. <laughs> just just hit it. Just just make make the music happen at this point. All right. Well, guys, we're going to listen to The Gang of Four. This has been Talking About Practice, the podcast, coming to you live <laughs> from New Orleans and Louisville, Kentucky. Um, any last words? Well, I'm Billy Ray Stupendous. I'm the Mizza. I'm Jacob. And this is the Gang of Four. See you next time. Yeah.